This is KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Welcome back, everyone, to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented by M-Prize Bank. My name is Jared Sutton. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are we doing today? Doing well today. Uh, well. A lot of basketball. I got a high school game today. Uh, Jayhawks have been off for about a week now, so they're about to gear up with a big game. Just came off a big game with Missouri, so uh, still in the thick of, thick, of, thick of everything with college basketball and always excited to, to talk some basketball over here. Yeah, you got some Friday night lights, man. I, the, the high school hoops on Friday night. That's, uh, that's that's always good memories, man. So you're gearing up for a game. Uh, so we'll dive dive right into it. Um, definitely want to touch back. It's it's been a little while since Kansas played. I know it's finals week. Um, so Kansas coming off a, a win at home uh, in the border war against Missouri. Um, a game that you know Kansas got off to a slow start, and you know Hunter Dickinson not much of a factor. Uh, through the first 10 minutes, um, kind of a sluggish game, just possession by possession. A little, little ugly, a little sloppy at times uh, for both teams. Definitely the adrenaline and the emotion of the game, I think, was a big factor in the first few minutes uh, of the game. But uh, Kansas ended up hitting the gas there towards the, the end of the first half. Um, anything that jumps out to you of, of just what you saw from Kansas uh, to really kind of push a push away from Missouri in that first half, after being down, I think it was close to ten double digits, and then boom, right back to up ten as they close the half. Yeah, you know, I, I think the the real biggest thing was them is that you know they just stuck with the system, um, and obviously, you know, uh, Missouri shot east. I think really carried them a lot. They were hitting some tough shots, uh, uh, you know, to help help with that lead. I thought KU did a really good job of just sticking with it, chipping at it one by one. Uh, KJ Adams had a a big part of a part of that run. You know, he was very active the whole time, but it took them a while to get back. McCullough had to get going. Uh, even you know Parker Brown came in and gave some some good minutes. But I think it was a collective effort from everybody to help them come back. But it was uh, I was at the game and uh, it was uh, it was a dud in there. Uh, Missouri had momentum. Uh, they were hitting shots, uh, but KU just kept with it. The crowd tried as much as they could to get them back into the game. But from an overall standpoint, the way they stuck through the game, still trusted Coach Self and what they were doing, didn't get ahead, ahead of themselves. I think that allowed the, allowed them to kind of let the game uh, even itself out, whether you know, you're making shots or you're not. I think a couple of areas that I knew would probably be a factor, it looked like Kansas started to really impose their will, which was – on the glass, yeah, rebounding ball, and then second chance points, yeah. seventeen to nothing uh, in favor of Kansas in second chance points. I thought that's a big, big part of, of just how Kansas is going to play this year a lot, especially two points in the paint. Uh, Kansas won that battle pretty handedly, uh, so it just felt like Kansas really took advantage of number one getting paint touches on drill yeah. penetration from Dewan. Um, Hunter started get going a little bit in the second half. Um, another great performance from KJ Adams, who I think yeah. is a an X factor to this team, um, and and really just provides like that fourth punch that Kansas needs, uh, especially with that starting five. I thought he was very good, seven of thirteen from the field, very efficient for KJ, uh, and what he brings obviously to the defensive side of the ball, 
um, and was was really good as a passer. Had five assists. Yeah. KJ's he's kind of flown on the radar to the yeah. national, you know, to the national media. I think locally, especially Kansas fans, know the importance of KJ. Uh, but he really has put his mark on on multiple wins for for Kansas, not just the Missouri win, but multiple games. Uh, what what would kind of be your thoughts to to KJ his development? I mean, I think back to KJ as a freshman, it was like, well, he's a great athlete. Well, well, now he's a great athlete and he's impacting the game on both ends of the floor, and he's become such a great finisher. Yeah, that short roll in the pocket, you know, that soft floater using the or soft floater. Yeah finding his, his role and finding himself. Yeah, I think, you know, KJ's be, being able to fly under the radar just allows you to, if you're really in the lab working, it just allows you to just bloom and people are like, where the heck did this come from? But looking at it, how his role changed from this year, if you noticed a lot more now, sometimes he's even bringing the ball up um, and, you know, really getting to that little floater. He's kind of mastered that free throw line floater which I think is pretty cool because he's around the free throw line shooting a floater. But you can tell he works on that. But I think his role has changed because now it was, what does KJ look like handling the ball? And now he's starting to bring the ball up. I think right now that's going to put a lot more pressure on the defense. And that's going to add more uh, incentives on KU to be able to have guys ready in the corner, ready to shoot. He's already shown that he's unselfish getting five assists in that game. So that's going to have motivate guys to be ready because now KJ can put it on the floor, get paint touches, finish, and he can also draw help and be able to find the open man. So I think KJ's development is uh, pretty remarkable right now because I didn't expect him to be handling the ball the way he is uh, this season. So I always wanted to see him doing that, being a guard. I think everybody should be able to handle the ball. Uh, but seeing uh, them really – tap into him uh, bringing the ball up. Sometimes that gives DeJuan a good break as well, too. But I think his development overall, I'm really liking the direction in it. One of the things, there are two areas I, I want to touch on of just this team as a whole. The first one would be, uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts on the, the last few games Kansas has played. If you look at like three-point, like the three-point shot, obviously, in the modern game is so big now, right? Yeah. And when you look how Kansas plays, I think it's really fascinating because they only shot 10 threes total yeah. against Missouri. They made three. Uh, Kevin hit one, El Marco hit one, uh, and then Nick Timberlake hit one as well. But the thing is, is you know they're not shooting a lot of threes. And I, I think going into the year, it was kind of a circled area of who's going to be their knockdown three-point shooter. They have some guys that are capable of making a three. Uh, but the way that they're playing, they're getting to the free throw line and making free throws. They're a very good free throw shooting team. And then they're the best passing team in the country. Uh, they're first in assists. A lot of that is DeWan. Um, but I think they're very unselfish as a group and as a unit. And these these starting five in particular really are playing well together um, in terms of sharing the ball, finding the right play. And as you touched on earlier, like playing within the system. And, and I think it's impressive how Hunter has come into this and El Marco as a freshman. And it seems like that starting five is really kind of figuring out. And it took them a little bit in the Missouri game, but then they started to find that again of just finding that rhythm. And it does start with Dewan for sure. Uh, it always is going to start with your point guard, but just the style of play, I guess right now, and just how they're running that offense. And, you know, in, in years past, you've had some knockdown three point shooters, Ojai Baji, Jalen Wilson, Christian Brown, Grady Dick, 
It's a little different this year, but they're still a highly efficient offense. And I think that's really impressive of what this team's doing right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, every guard, you know, loves to uh, a coach that lets them shoot threes. And I think if they're hot and they're taking the right shot, Coach Self is going to let them take that. But I think right now their strength is on the inside. They're rebounding the ball great. And, you know, 42 paint, excuse me, 42 points in the paint. Uh, I think any coach, if they said, hey, I'm getting 42 points in the paint, they're going to say, why are we shooting threes? Um, those threes are going to be open. If those guys, even with those 10 threes, if those guys are ready for those shots, especially when you can get the ball on the inside, it's just going to suck everybody in and everything else on the open, on the outside is going to be open. So uh, I think that's remarkable for uh, the Jayhawks right now to be able to not rely on the outside three because they have relied on the outside three in some to a certain degree. We've always had bigs that uh or guys that could create angles if they were they weren't tall uh but they've always had guys that could play that that big post uh that that big spot position and be effective uh but they did rely on the three not rely they did use the three a lot more um so for them to be able to kind of take it old school i would say and go right to the point uh, right to the paint uh they they're almost treated like you know it is old school there's no three-point line out there you just got to get a bucket in the paint, and that's the, the, the that's the way uh, that they've been doing it here uh, over the last couple of games. So it's going to be interesting uh, to see if they can keep that trend up. And you never know if you can keep that trend up with rebound out rebounding your teams and uh, out out uh, and winning them in points in the paint uh, and getting over forty. I mean, those shots are going to come from the three point. And if you're ready and you're shooting a high percentage, it's going to be a tough night. Yeah, Jayhawks right now, total assists, 221 total assists so far. Um, and that is in games. So that's, a, that's a great number. That's 22 assists per game in the college game. That's really sharing it. And I love um, there was a reference where the Kansas had 15 assists per game their national championship season. So, you know, and that was a team that probably valued the three ball a little bit more. But yeah. I think where you give a little, you know, it's almost like pivoting a little bit where, okay, you know, maybe this team looks a little different than years past. And they're finding ways to just kind of evolve around the group that they have. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a real testament because it's it's elite ball movement right now for Kansas. I felt that in the UConn game, like where I, I felt like there wasn't bad shots being taken. Um, with I think some a lot of college teams fall into this trap where uh, you see some ugly basketball times and it feels like Kansas, you know, is always taking care of the ball and valuing the ball and getting good shots. So we got to take a quick break, uh, We, but before we do, we did want to tell you about Home Field Apparel. Uh, you can shop your latest team apparel, whether it be Kansas or Mizzou. You can head to homefieldapparel.com. Please use the promo code KCSN23 for 15% off your first order. That's Home Field Apparel. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network and Jeff. We'll get back into to more uh, to Kansas here. Obviously, a big win um, against against Mizzou uh, in a rivalry game. You never had the ever never know how those are going to go in your own building. And now you turn the page, and we're recording here on Friday on uh, tomorrow, Saturday, eleven thirty tip in Bloomington at Indiana. Uh, very tough place to play. It's going to be a ruckus, hostile environment. True road game uh, for Kansas. Uh, so it's an interesting matchup uh, just because of, of the big uh, Hunter Dickinson for Kansas and then Khalil Ware, uh, who most college basketball fans will remember was a, a transfer from Oregon. Um, chance to be, you know, first round pick, uh, great size, long, athletic, having a really good year. This is uh, the matchup I've, I've circled. There's some older guard play that we can talk about, but first the bigs and, and the matchup. I, I'm, I'm curious just to get your thoughts because we've seen Hunter already in a big matchup against a big against UConn when he went up against Donovan Klingon. Uh, that was yeah. a fun matchup. Um, I thought a, a good adjustment where you saw Hunter shooting the three ball, hit a couple threes in that game. Uh, but I feel like this is a big matchup going into this game uh, of these two bigs. Who's going to showcase himself and who's going to really put their Im- imprint on this type of matchup? Yeah, these are, these are two guys that aren't going to just give up anything inside. And again, uh, Two seven-foot-plus guys going at it. And again, Hunter's seen a lot of this, but I think this is going to be still another test. Uh, I think no matter where you go, uh, it's going to be a test, especially when he's battling the footer. Hunter does have the, you know, I'm I'm older uh, uh, factor to it. 
Uh, but Ware's doing a good job, almost averaging seven, almost a double double, 17 and, and 10 almost. Uh, so he's doing a good job. And, you know, Hunter's going to have to make sure that he's doing a good job of being solid on the defensive end, not causing any any crazy fouls. It's going to get him sitting on the bench. And when he's in the game, he's going to have to tag where both of these guys are not going to back down from each other. So it's going to be interesting to see who can play smarter as a big and who can also find a way to 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 be aggressive uh, without being out of control. But I think Hunter's going to be ready for this matchup. Uh, he's battled bigs uh, uh, throughout this season, and uh, he's just—I know he's going to be ready for this for this uh, challenge. Uh, it's going to be fun to see uh, what it's going to look like. This challenge is going to look like going on the road. Uh, with the Indiana, with that tradition, they're going to be amped up for this game. They're 4-0 right now at home. So uh, it's going to be a very, very good environment. And it's going to be interesting to see uh, how these bigs are going to bang down low. You also look at Indiana, a team that right now they're scoring 74 games. So that's a really good number. But they're shooting 27% from three. Uh, and Indiana's a team that, similar to Kansas, like they do a lot of their work in the paint. Uh, so as we touch on the matchup between the two centers, you know, we just touched about KJ Adams. Uh, Malik Renews having a really good year for Indiana. Uh, he's a power forward. Um, he can play some small ball five, but he's been really good playing off Khalil Ware um, as a four. So it's kind of similar uh, to how Indiana scores the ball. They do get to the free throw line. Probably not the not as good of a passing team as Kansas is. I think that's definitely the X factor, but. Um, Malik Renew is their, their second leading scorer. He's been highly efficient around the rim, shooting 58% from the field. Um, so the four and the five, you know, we just touched on Hunter. It's a big game for KJ too, uh, in terms of matching Malik, because although KJ's probably a more explosive athlete, probably better laterally than Malik, but Malik has significant strength uh, and really saw Indiana play UConn earlier in the year. And Malik was great in that game and was really not phased by UConn. So you look at a, a kind of a unique game. So much about the modern day game is, you know, your backcourt, your guard play. And I think in this game, it's going to come down to the four and five of, of who's going to, who's going to own that matchup and own the paint. It's going to be kind of in the trenches uh, in terms of what this matchup will look like. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, you mentioned it. You talk about rebounds. <laughs> That's that, that happens with a majority of your big guys. It's going to be a rebound war. And it's also going to be, you know, points uh, points in the paint. So this is going to be a fun game having the Malik uh, matchup with KJ and Ware with uh, Hunter. So that's going to be a, a fun matchup because, again, I think at the end of the day, it all boils down to which one of these guys, because it's going to be a bang fest. I mean, Malik and KJ, I'm pretty sure they're both sizing each other up like, no, nah, I can take you. No, nah, I can take you. I guarantee you it's going back and forth. So I think at the end of, end of the day, it's going to matter to which team, which of those bigs, the pair bigs on each team, uh, can play within the, their system, be disciplined, um, and just and, and do it all with under control. Because last thing you want to do, you want to be out of control and get a charge. You want to be out of control and uh, be undisciplined and, and swipe down at the ball when you should be, you know, staying straight up. So uh, I think, when you got two good opponents uh, battling, especially in the in the post battling, it, it really boils down to who can be the most disciplined to the principles that are going to keep them in the game 
rather than getting them out the game. But I think it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good matchup. But I know neither one, uh, Malik nor uh, Ware nor Hunter or KJ are gonna back down from any challenge. So it's gonna be fun to see two big strong bodies, two footers, and two big strong thick guys going at it in the paint. Vicky, the the big picture for just this matchup, uh, I think where Kansas could have a, a significant edge is, you know, Indiana doesn't have a point guard like DeWan that make plays in pick and roll, can get downhill. You know, Indiana is a, a, a solid, you know, team in terms of how they move. They've had some turnover problems, but they really don't have a dynamic playmaker like DeWan can do with the ball. And I also think it's another big game for Kevin McCuller who has to play at a high level. Um, I thought he was really good in a, in a game against Missouri where Kansas had moments where it struggled. You know, Kevin did not have the offensive game that he would probably want in terms of his efficiency, but he got to the free throw line a lot. I think that was important. And he rebounded the ball really well at nine rebounds. Um, so, you know, a, a game where Kevin's going to have to play well, and that's probably going to be the case all year is Kevin's going to have to play at an All-American level, but he's capable of that. We've seen that now. Um, and how he puts his his imprint, knowing the four and five matchup like we covered, it, it's a huge part of what this game's going to look like. But can Indiana match DeWan and Kevin McCuller? I think is where Kansas has that advantage uh, if DeWan and Kevin play well. Indiana's been up and down in terms of who's going to step up at that guard position. Mackenzie Mabako is the really talented freshman. He's had some better games, but he's been very up and down in terms of consistency. Um, so it's it's a really, you know, you, Trey Galloway is probably a more reliable older player and Xavier Johnson, their lead guard, who's more of a scoring point guard than he is a playmaking point guard. Um, but Kansas' defense, as always, going to have to be rock solid to take Indiana out of what they want to do. Yeah, and you mentioned it, uh, DeWan Harrison. I keep sometimes forgetting about McCuller, uh, not in a bad way. It's just that it is going to fall on him, and a lot of it is going to fall on him. But I think you're not th- – I'm not thinking about him, but he's still getting 17, <laughs> four assists, three steals. So uh, – and it's just kind of like I think Kevin, uh, at least for me being a Jayhawk fan, it's kind of like he knows what he's doing so you don't worry about him. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to kind of get his. And I think uh, that's that's what they're going to need from him. Him being able to step up and know, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get you about 15 points. I'm going to get you close to 10 rebounds, about five assists. And I'm going to be active on the defensive end as well, too. You know, with any player, it's always, you know, where can I keep my turnovers at? You know, where can I stay in, in control while still being aggressive and still trying to play fast? But uh, I think Kevin's, Kevin's at peace where I, I forget about him a lot. But I think he's okay. Like, I don't need to be thinking about him. So I think for Kevin to continue to, uh, continue to lead because he's a great leader for, for the Jayhawks, uh, for him to continue to lead and just stay in his role, embrace his role, continue to, uh, uplift others and, you know, get some of those guys that right now aren't getting a a lot of minutes, uh, that need to be getting some minutes, uh, from that bench play, you know, pumping those guys up, giving them confidence, uh, you know, really, uh, helping those guys come along. And I think he's done a good job. And when you talk about DeWan, uh, you know, DeWan's going to get his paint touches. DeWan's going to find the right, the open play. DeWan's going to not take some shots so he can find someone else a shot to get them going. So uh, I, I, I agree with you. 
I, I just think with McCuller, having that McCuller and, and Harris uh, in your back pocket as well, too, that kind of gives you an edge if they can continue to play at that level. No question. Kansas has Indiana on Saturday, and then you look ahead, and there's only a couple other non-conference games. They, they face Yale at home on the 22nd, and then they'll play Wichita State in Kansas City uh, right before the new year, and then it's Big 12 play. So years flying by, Jess. Got crazy. Hey. We're almost talking conference play here soon, man. It's flying by. Please. Yeah, yeah. Pretty soon we'll be saying March Madness. So That's right. Embrace every moment. Embrace every moment. That's right. Well, we'll we'll bounce back uh, here in a, in a few weeks and, and break it all down uh, here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We'll we'll discuss Kansas and see where they're at uh, after some good, you know, close to the non-conference, good games on the slate. Wichita State and Kansas City should be a great atmosphere uh, for Kansas fans right around the new year in Kansas City. So, Jeff, good luck tonight to to your suburb Raiders. Hope you hope you guys get the W and uh, good luck with everything. Hope you have a great holiday as well. You bet. Thanks. Same to you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, brother. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.